subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Matt and Garrett are back with you again, and we are excited to be spending time with you today. As you listen to our podcast episode today, and you are curious about where is all of this information coming from? Where is this all derived from that leads to the podcast that we're at today? You need to go check out Ninja Selling. You can go to ninjaselling.com. You can get the book by Larry Kendall, which is Ninja Selling. Through the website, you can learn more about what is offered there through classes, education, coaching that we do. We do lots of one-on-one coaching. That's where all of this comes from. You can also go check out our Facebook group on Facebook, which is The Ninja Selling Podcast. Just search for that. You'll pull us up. We would love to chat with you on there. And there's a ton of great people. 10,500 is what I saw last time I checked in there. So we've got a great amount of people for you to interact with, ask questions, share information. And through that, Matt, good morning, sir. Good morning. It's actually just ticked over to the afternoon here on my side of the country, which is like has its pros and cons. Because I'm like, man, Garrett's got the entire day ahead of him. And I'm like, my day is halfway over. That's the beauty of being on the West Coast, man. I get more time than you do. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. On that note, Garrett, this is a great topic for us to talk about today because it's always relevant. There are some things that have pulled this back up for us But it's something that does frustrate me in general. Anytime there's changes in the marketplace, it seems like we tend to start to skip steps and miss things which aren't highlighted immediately. But then six months, seven, eight months down the road of skipping these things, all of a sudden it's like, wait, how come I'm having these struggles? And and we're particularly talking about spending time up front with buyers before we're going out and showing property. Well, this came up for me just the other day, Matt, because what had happened was I was coaching somebody and they made the comment of, man, I'm realizing right now how much time I don't get to spend one-on-one with my clients who are purchasing property, buyers. He said, you know, beforehand, before 2020, we would spend a lot of time after every house in the car together sharing stories what did you like about that one what did you not like about it you know really being able to go into some deeper questions in that moment in time and he says you know we don't really get the chance to do that after every showing now we get a little bit of time in the house and then we move on to the next house next property and then at the very end hopefully we get a chance to slow down come together and review all the homes and he said, you know, it's, it's interesting how things have changed. And I had this moment where I said, thank goodness for the 10-step buyer's process that we use because that process, whether you use the 10-step buyer's process by Ninja or you have a process to sit down with people up front and take a lot of time with them, this is the way that you prepare yourself for, I think it's what allowed a lot of Ninjas to be really successful through these last couple of years is because when that time got stripped away from all the other agents out there, the non-ninjas, the ninjas were like, I've got a game plan. I spent the time with these people up front. I know exactly what we're looking for, what we need to search. I don't need that time in between showings in the car to download and to figure things out. I know exactly what our objective is. And it just clicked with me, Matt, that I'm like, Thank goodness that we have this process up front because it saved a lot of our ninjas through the last couple of years when they had that time stripped away from them. Yeah. 
Which is amazing, right? Because now you don't have to... Because whenever you get on the phone, the conversations are different and everything. But the other side of this is I've seen people, because that time was taken away, they thought, oh, I'll just do the process while we get started, right? I'll ask those questions as we're moving through homes. We'll do it in the first house. Right, right. Which is a really bad idea, first of all. And I'll come back to some caveats in terms of like, well, but but I don't want to hold homes hostage. And I'm not saying to do that. But... When then all of a sudden, with this fast-paced market that we've been in, people were they weren't seeing the impact of not spending that time up front because buyers were making fast decisions. They were like, "Well, we have no choice. We just need to act. We just need to write a contract. We just need to buy that house because if we don't, we're going to lose out or end up having to pay even more the next time or the next time or the next time." And so we did see the impact. But now, as the marketplace has settled down a little bit and buyers are taking time to think about it, to, well, I'm not sure. And this is when all of a sudden it's coming out of, oh, not doing that up front for the past year, let's say, is all of a sudden impacting because then the agents are saying, I don't understand why these people are not making decisions. This is, well, did you do the funnel? Did you do the scale of one to 10? Did you do the pieces of paper? Did you do all that stuff? No. Uh huh. Therein lies the problem. Well, and it's interesting is a lot of them, a lot of agents will just very quickly put it back on the market. Well, the market is set up right now that people are having a hard time making decisions. No, people have a hard time making decisions when they're not clear. And that's your job as their realtor is to help them find clarity, not to sell them, but to help them find clarity on what it is they're trying to accomplish, what it is they're truly looking for. And when things slow down and you have more options, it is more important that you have this really hyper sense of clarity because the marketplace that we just went through, clarity was thrown out the window for a lot of people because it was just like, that house, that's all we can get. That's the only thing that's available right now. Just write an offer. Let's just see what we can do. Just do it, do it, do it. Which is what we talked about, Matt, where people are buying maybe in the past year, they're buying less of the home that actually fit all their needs. Now we get that chance to say, well, now we can buy that house that fits way more of our needs. Now, what if we buy the wrong one? What if a better one comes up tomorrow? What if all of a sudden we do this one? And this is it's why it's so important right now to slow down up front, make sure we have all these questions and you know covered, all the information we need, which, Matt, this goes back to where we were starting to record this before we even hit the record button, which is why I have yet to see a marketplace where that 10-step buyer's process or having a process up front that slows everything down is a key factor in being successful as a buyer's agent. Oh, hands down. And, and it, this is correlated closely or directly <laughs> to the buyer's greatest fears, right? We know that buyers have four greatest fears, but two of them conflict with each other. One being the fear of missing out on something else, right? Something else could come on the market tomorrow. And if we commit to this, then you know maybe we, we don't get that or fear of that kind of thing. But then it conflicts with the fear of losing what's here. Now, that fear was outrageously strong over the past two years, as everybody knows. But not having that clarity up front would then drive people to maybe not offer the right price or the right terms inside a contract. And so that fear was still there and strong, but it was just the clarity wasn't there so that they could make the right moves. Working up front helps. Now, today, those fears, those two fears have kind of flipped where we're back to the fear of something else coming up, which is 
normally a very, very common fear, holds people back from commitment. And if we're not doing that time up front, then we don't have clear buyers. So that fear is just going to drive them well more or way more is probably the better way to say it than the sense of urgency of losing something that's right there because properties you know, are on the market for a few weeks. I could think about it overnight. The listing agent's probably going to let us know if somebody else write an offer. Like I don't have to worry about waking up tomorrow and a contract being signed on it. This is why if you ask all these questions, and, and I would strongly recommend people go back and really, really study those 10 steps. Because all those 10 steps, the 10 step buyer process, by the way, is a process that happens before you go look at homes. So this goes back to like, but like, I don't want to feel like we're telling you to hold homes hostage. And Matt, if I'm understanding you from what you're saying there is, is like, I won't show you homes until we do this. Like, I won't take you out until we do this process, which, yeah, I mean, if you say it that way, that's a little terrorist-like. <laughs> it depends on how you're being introduced to these buyers. And hopefully, if you guys are running a ninja-based business, you have your hot list and your warm list. So you're having these conversations before somebody just reaches out and says, hey, Garrett, saw this property online. Can you show it to me? Right? I don't have a problem with people showing people property. I mean, if you if that's how you want to spend your time, great. But if you then do it once, twice, three times, four times, and we haven't sat down and had a conversation with these people, then we're we're missing the point. Now you just show property for a living. And really, you show property for free, not for a living <laughs> if you're just showing property. I've definitely had it in my when I was selling where I'd have a really good friend of mine that we've been having light conversations about them being a, a buyer and you know thinking about maybe making a change, maybe putting their home on the market and buying something a little bit bigger. And we've just had lots of... like I haven't sat down and said, let's do the process. Like Let's sit down and be formal about it yet. Where all of a sudden, I'll see a house. I'm like, dude, you got to see this home. Like Let's just go out and take a look at it. I think it fits with what you and you know your spouse are talking about right now. Well, take them out, show them the house, and then it's not the right home. You know, it's just not it. But they were willing to go and get in the car and go do that after all of our conversations. And there I can definitely go, okay, if we're going to go forward from here, let's take some time for a second. Like, I want to sit down with you guys. Let's go through the, this. I have a process that's going to really help narrow down so we don't go look at homes that we think fit our needs and we get out there and we're like, this doesn't cover 50% of what we're looking for in a house. Let's save our time from doing that journey. Let's get really clear. And then I can show you or we can find a house that really will excite you when you see it. You need to set the process up for what the value is and the benefit is to the client that you're working with. And if you set it up properly with what their win is going to be out of spending the time with you of doing this, you're not holding any house hostage. You're not having anything of like, I won't show you that till you do what I want you to do. It's like, no, I don't want to waste your time at all. And we could go out and look at homes all day long. I used to actually uh, pull up the total number of homes on the market sometimes and just be like, okay, in our MLS, there's this many homes to go look at. Do you want to go look at all of them? Or do you want to look at the homes that really fit exactly what you're looking for? Because if you want to look at the ones that just fit what you need, I have a process that'll show us exactly what homes we need to be looking at. And usually they're like, let's take some time. Let's sit down. I don't want to look at all those homes. 4,000 4, homes? No, I don't think I have time for that. It's not even reasonable, but I can fix that. And I think that highlights, you know, okay, if somebody comes to you 
and you haven't had the conversation yet. And they're like, hey, you know, we've been thinking about doing something. We found a house we'd like to go see. Can we go? You can set the expectations of what's going to happen. Yeah, you know what? Let's go look at it and let's go then to a coffee shop afterwards or come back to my office and sit down and talk about it and talk about this process and go through exactly what you just explained. Now, the other side that I hear from people, Garrett, too, is, well, what if I do all this upfront stuff and then people just keep sending me stuff that doesn't match? Because that's going to happen, too. It's, oh, yeah, none of that stuff works. And then, you know, Zillow links start filing into your text messages, right? And you're like, well, that, that doesn't match. It doesn't have this. You know, should I not show those homes? And I always say it depends. You should have a conversation about that home first and foremost. You should have a conversation based on questions. And most realtors will respond with, because they get so confident in this process sometimes, oh, well, that doesn't fit any of your criteria. Let's not start there. Let's start with a question. Oh, tell me what interested you about that home. Oh, and this, this, and this. Okay, great. Now, these other criterion that you had set, I noticed that some of those things don't match with this home. Is there a change in criteria that you'd like to make so that our search shows homes like this? Let's figure out why that home didn't show up in our search in like our, what we put together up front. Because if you can sit down with them real quick before you go out saying, okay, the reason this home didn't show up is it's missing a bedroom. It doesn't have the outdoor living space that you guys want. It doesn't have all these things. Like, are you saying that those things are really not that important? If it's not that important, if I change our search over here, our parameters, it's going to open up more stuff. It's going to open up more opportunities for us because there's probably more homes that are one less bedroom and have this other feature that you're looking for that are not in the search right now. I want to make sure that we have all of them at our fingertips. This is the difference of elimination versus selection. And the one-on-one property coming in, it's like if that one for some reason didn't show up over here and you really like it, we got to make sure that you're not missing any other properties out there that might actually fit that parameter also. And you might go show that property, right? I mean, and people do get different feelings inside homes. And I mean, as a realtor, you see a lot of homes. And so you kind of understand it. If somebody has only lived in a handful of homes or less and hasn't really toured other homes, they might change their criteria after they walk through something. But if you don't have that upfront process, it doesn't set you up to have that conversation that we just went through there, right? It doesn't set you up to be able to fully understand why did that home not fit our original criterion? Was our original criterion clear? And how is this impacting how we're moving forward? So I'm not saying don't show the house. I'm actually saying you probably will end up going to show it. But I do know that many times too, buyers have said, you know what, after talking this through, that home won't be a fit for us. Oh, I didn't realize that it was so close to that main road. Oh, I didn't realize X, Y, and Z because remember, listing descriptions, listing photos, if done well, are designed to attract people to them, regardless of maybe some hindrances that it might have for certain buyers. And Matt, I think it's okay for us to acknowledge that we might have missed something. We may not have asked the right question. We may have in their search parameters that they want to live on a golf course and they're dead set. They want to live on a golf course. And here they come out of the woodwork with a property that's on a lake. And you're like, wait, hold on. It's not even in a golfing community. Like It is a home standalone by itself in a neighborhood on a lake 
And you're looking at it going, they said the golf course was non-negotiable when I had my meeting with them. And like, why are they bringing this thing to me? Like that doesn't fit the parameters at all. And all of a sudden you sit down and say, what am I missing? I want to make sure that we're looking and showing you the right properties. And they go, you know, what's more important to us than being on a golf course it's having space behind the house. It's not having a fence line with a neighbor home that when I look out the back of my house, I'm staring into somebody else's windows. That's what we had always pictured that we would get on the golf course. We never thought about a lake. Oh, it's not a golf course at all. Now we have green belt. We have lake. We have golf course. We have all these things that open up the parameters and go like, well, let's sit down again. Yes, we can definitely go look at that house. But now with you acknowledging the why behind living on the golf course, not the what, we've now opened up a whole new search parameter that we need to make sure we're paying attention to now. It's an opportunity when somebody brings you that one-off property, either to explain why it didn't fit into the parameters and why it didn't show up, but then also to maybe open up new parameters to say, you didn't share that with me. Oh, man. Well, and you think about this from a time perspective, right? Why is it important to do this upfront work, even if we can end up with some of these situations where we miss something or whatever? Well, how long does it take to do a showing? Really, like for you to get ready, get out the door, go meet your clients, open the house, show the house, get back in your car, maybe see another one, maybe not, get home and get back to doing whatever it is you were doing. It takes time. This upfront process takes an hour. Some people, it might take a little bit longer, but that hour to hour and a half, or maybe even less than that for some people, will save you hours and hours and hours of time down the road with most people. It really is hard to quantify how many hours it's going to save. Well, you don't know. You don't know. There's no way to quantify it because out of all the things that could go wrong of having somebody even write a contract on a house that they're like, well, we felt this was the right house, but then there's this one that just came on over here and it really is way better than the one that we're currently under contract with. Can you get us out of this contract? I've been there. We've had that happen. And all of a sudden you're like, damn, like that home that they're now wanting to kill for this other property here that was never in our search before because I didn't ask the right questions and I didn't have the right information on it. Like, what are we doing here right now? Like, am I really going to go show my people another property while they're under contract with somebody else? Like, how did I get myself into this predicament? And you can't write a contract on the other one until you kill this one, unless you're ready to buy two homes. There's a lot of other like time to call your broker questions going on in these situations. But that's where it's like the time is hard to quantify like all the things that could go wrong by not having that clarity up front. And again, bringing this all the way back to where we started, Matt, a lot of people skip this step altogether. They try to figure it out when they're in the working relationship with the client. And yeah, you go back to 2019, 2018, 2017, you could get away with it because you had so much time in the car with them to try to like go, what did you like? What did you not like? Okay, let's figure this out for the next show. And like, not like, great. And we show them 10 homes and we have success. Take all that time out of the car. You are in trouble if you don't have a process up front. And Matt, you made the comment, your home's on the market right now. And you said, funny, they actually had some brokers pull up with people in their car. Yeah, it was interesting. Because I used to have people say that too, or I I have coaching clients who would say, well, I kind of do it as we go along, the buyer process. And I say, you know, that's great. And sometimes it can work, as you said. But if you have that clarity up front early on, maybe you save some time. And here's the other thing. You can 
definitely ensure that you're going to be better focused with the client so that instead of spending your time in the car talking about just what you like and what you didn't like, you can spend that time getting to know your client better, getting to understand what they like and don't like about recreation, about their job, about what their dreams are for the future. And for those of you who want to complete the entire acronym, their family and their friends as well. And that is going to put you in a better position to receive referrals from them while you're working with each other instead of just trying to figure out how we get them in a home. And to me, that's a huge win. So time up front, whether you got people in the car or you don't have them in the car, is going to work tremendously to your advantage and to the client's advantage. So don't skip it. The word that what you said, which is really important, is you said, if you do do the process as you're working with them, sometimes it will work. And I don't know about you, but as a business owner, I don't do things that are like, sometimes it works. Like, hey, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of hit and miss, but you know, you know, every once in a while, that darn system works. So I'm just going to do it like kind of this way, where what we know is if it's done right up front and you have that sit down, no distraction, one-on-one showing a very high level care and concern for these people's situation and this very high stress, life altering situation they're about to get into, where they're about to figure out a house for them, probably that's going to, I don't know, define their life for the next seven or so years. Take the time to slow down up front. This isn't just a home sale. This isn't just the next couple months of you working with them. This is their next seven years being defined of what they're going to be living their life, raising their kids in, coming home from work every single day, having family over for dinner. Don't take it lightly. Don't just do it on the fly. Make sure you're helping them find the right place because I know for me, I buy the wrong house and I got to move again in three years because we didn't buy the right one up front. That's a waste of my time. That's a waste of my life. Me walking around going, man, we should have bought a different home. We should have got one with more property, should have done this. I want to have the right house, personally. I don't want to have to do it again. Take the time with them. Yeah. Moving is a whole thing. Man. So I think people have gotten the point. At least I hope you have. And and I know we didn't go into details on what that process is, but we have done it before. So you can search our episodes. You can search on ninjaselling.com or you can go to the ninjasellingpodcast.com and search all of our episodes for more detail on the 10-step buyer process. Best thing to do really though is get Ninja Selling by Larry Kendall. Right in the back of the book in the appendixes, it has appendices that has the 10-step buyer process as well as your 16-step seller process. So it's all there. Just know that time up front is time saved, is anxiety saved, is stress saved. It's so many things saved down the road. So put in that work up front and you'll be thankful that you did. So good topic today, Garrett. It was a fantastic topic. Yes. Yes, it was because you brought it to the table. So folks, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we're you know solidly into January now, 2023. So hopefully you guys are rocking out your plans. Don't forget to take a look at those things. And if you need anything from the community, head over to Facebook and search The Ninja Selling Podcast. You can drop a question into our Facebook community there and you will have a plethora of answers from everybody who is in there. So, And Matt, that's that's Facebook forward slash groups forward slash the Ninja Selling Podcast forward slash... I'm not sure how to get there. I just want to make sure. Yeah, that's how you do it. Facebook.com slash groups slash the Ninja Selling Podcast. If you want to type it into your URL, 
if you sit at a computer and Facebook from a desktop. I'm so happy I broke you from doing that. I broke you. That's awesome. You informed me. You brought to my awareness the woes of my ways. Although if anybody wants to support me on this, you can post in the group saying, hey, I did type in the entire thing to find it. That's how I find things. The words. Type out the words. Just simple words and hit search. Use all my fingers on the keyboard instead of just my thumbs on a glass screen. Now you're ripping on people. That's not fair, Matt. They can't defend themselves. That's true. It's true. I use the apps too. Maybe too much. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you. We love you very much and, and hope that you're having a great day and appreciate you tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.